Uh, welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the Burgundy and Gold Knuckleheads podcast. And as always, sitting right over there is my main man, Reggie. What's going on, Reg? What's happening, Kenny J? What's up, well, baby? Uh, not not much. We're 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 right on the verge of uh, Christmas here, the holiday season. Uh, we we missed out on because of our schedule and and the time of the game and 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 like I said, personal schedules. We weren't able to do a post game. I don't know that would have been a that wouldn't have been a very pretty uh, post game. But uh, we'll we'll talk about the Giants game here in a minute. But uh, also talk about the upcoming San Francisco game. But uh, you know it's, it's it's the holiday season. It's it's you know time to get out there and spend with family and catch some Christmas lights and have some holiday spirits, as they say. Uh, it is, man. It is. To do some of that. Yeah, let me ask you: Are you are you an eggnog drinker? I am not. I, I for those that don't know, I I barely drink alcohol. I mean, it's it, I I really don't drink. You know, it's a, a celebratory uh, shot of Fireball once in a blue moon. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I mean, Reg, Reggie knows, but the people out there don't know. I'm I'm not a drinker. I, I don't drink eggnog either, man. I was gonna have to question you a little bit if you told me you drink eggnog. Yeah, but if you, yeah. hey, and let me just say, if you drink eggnog out there, no offense, but uh, fuck. Yeah. Oh, my, my family did. My family grew up um, as I was growing up as a kid. Yeah, there was there was eggnog. I mean, you know, I don't think eggnog flows like it used to. Just same thing as like ginger ale, right? You used to have ginger ale in your house as, as a kid, and your your parents and grandparents drank it and and mixed their drinks with it. Oh, ginger ale isn't uh, isn't nah, out there, man. I don't think I'm friends with anybody who drink eggnog. If you if you drink eggnog, we probably don't get along. I, I don't know why that is. It just it just one of those things. Just something about people hey, drink man, eggnog. I, I, hey, there, now you're ostracizing uh, some of our knucklehead listeners out there. No, listen, I'm not saying they're not great people. I'm just saying I don't know. You eggnog listeners, you eggnog drinkers, <laughs> go ahead. That, that's, that's knucklehead Reggie on Twitter. Let him let him know. Let, let him know. Knucklehead. <laughs> eggnog uh eggnogaholic uh that you are uh i support you you know and they can drive uh hard eggnog but i support you i'm sure they're good people man i'm just saying <laughs> i'm just saying i don't know anybody drinks eggnog so therefore i guess i don't get along with people i'm not friends with people who drink eggnog no you need, you need to spread your wings you need to spread your wings my man you need to spread no, your wings hell no hell no man i don't taste no, that stuff you try it but 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 you know Get out there and, and and mingle with the eggnog people. Is that know? what it is, man? Yeah, my neighbor see. gave me some eggnog one day for Christmas. Yeah, did you I try it? Like, Hell no! Like, what? <laughs> you didn't even try it. No, I don't drink eggnog, kid. So I was like, thank but you, you don't know, but you don't I was know. Like, hey, I even lie. I was like, thank you, I appreciate that. And later on, it's like, hey, so how was it? I was like, yeah, what too bad, man? I poured it straight <laughs> you down. You lied the right drink. to his face. You lied right to his face, man. About I eggnog. Poured, poured it down the drain. I have one more. Ladies and gentlemen, do not waste your time and money <laughs> by giving Go Ahead Reggie any eggnog. That's a true statement. Don't bring that to me, dog. But if you, you got some, it. but if you got some tequila, man, you, Reggie will be shoulder to shoulder with you. That's right. I get along with tequila drinkers. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but anyway, man. So it would not have been a good uh, good podcast uh, after that Giants game um, Sunday night. Oh man, I was hot, brother. I was hot, hot, hot. Yeah, I mean, and, you gotta, uh, it was I'm, awful. I, well, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and knock out the one good thing, right? Uh, without without digging into anything, uh, the defense held them to 13 points. Okay, right, all right. They, uh, they they had they had the uh, they had the strip sack touchdown that gave them seven points. Besides that, defense held them to 13 points. Outside of that. Man, that was a that was a frustrating game. Frustrating game. And, and we're not even we're not even talking about the last the last uh two minutes. You know, the last yeah. one minute. We're not even talking about that. Um right. just throughout the game was a frustrating game. And you're like, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna lose this game. You know, yeah, it, it, it was halfway through this beginning of the second quarter. I'm like, man, we're we're gonna, you know. I'll say mess up and lose this game. And sure enough, uh what we, was we my number what was one of my number number one keys and thoughts about that game? I said, Ken, we've had two weeks 
Three weeks. Prepare for this. Three weeks. Because you had the one week to prepare for them, and then you had two more weeks on top of that. So that, you prepared fair. for the Giants for that's three fair. weeks. That's fair. But I'm going to give it two because you're going to make the adjustment. Right? You're right. You The first week, you went in and you prepared for the Giants the first time. You end up tying the game. So, therefore, you got a bye week and a week, the week game week. So, two weeks to prepare or make any adjustments as a team and against an opponent that you just played three weeks ago. And an opponent that the week prior, during your bye week, got their butts whooped by Philly. That's right. Philly right? put up so, almost 50 so, points so, on them. So, yeah, they, they forgot about Washington. They were hyper-focused on beating Philly because, you know, they got to – just like us, they're they're fighting to get in the playoffs, and yeah, I don't know. I, I man, yeah. we we looked ugly. We came out flat. We the Giants at, look like the team, at home. The Giants look like the team TV? coming off the bye week. We look like. I mean, the Giants man. didn't look that good. I'm not going to go ahead and give them uh, anything special uh, up until the last drive, where all of a sudden um, Saquon busted like three 10-yard, 12-yard runs in a row. Uh, prior to that, they were holding him to... But, but it wasn't just about Saquon. Yards. I understand. I understand. But they didn't They didn't look like anything special by any means. They, they were there to be beat, and Washington didn't take advantage of their opportunities. Um, I mean, like I said, we, we can get to the, to the uh, controversial penalties or whatever, but just on offense... We were one for 10 on third down one for 10. And some of those obviously are not long are not long, uh, you know, third and eight, third and 10 yardage. They're third and four, third and five. And you still didn't pick it up. Um, it, it, It's just, it's just ridiculous that, you know, obviously uh, the, the one strip sack touchdown. Uh, I don't think Heineke ever saw it coming. But the other one, he needed to secure the, the, the ball. You know, he had two fumbles. Um, we've gone, I, I went and looked. We've only had two games this year that we had zero turnovers. That's it. We've turned the ball over every single game except for two games this season. And when you're not a, a special team, which Washington is not by any means, you can't get away with that. <laughs> well, look, man, when I saw that strip sack fumble recovery to a touchdown, the only difference between that play and, the, and that happened three weeks prior was the fact they didn't score a touchdown. Right. It's the exact same play from the exact same side, the blind side. And it's like, what in the hell is going on? Did we forget to, to game plan for number five? Well, well where, was, where was the adjustment in protection? With against number five, we made we discovered two Hall of Fame players in that game. We created uh Thibodeau, which he's a rookie, but he's going to be special. And then the Giants started uncovering receivers that we had never heard of. Right. Granted, that the defense didn't give up a whole lot of points, but oh my god, man, they was able to come out and just move the ball up and down the field at will. And, and, and they, the went, they is, went on a they went on a ninety seven yard drive, Ken. Oh, I, no doubt, no doubt. Right? I mean, so to, so to, I understand. Point, yeah. I understand. St statistically, we held them to thirteen points, but I'm gonna say it again. They look like the team that was coming off the bye week. They looked fresher. They looked like they had an extra step to them. They came and they brought it to us in our own stadium. So yeah. we sat there, and again, you. In previous weeks, you're not going to drive 97 yards against that defense. But the Giants did it. Right. And, you know, they didn't need Saquon Barkley early on because Daniel Jones was out there just dinking and dunking and throwing it to guys. It's like we couldn't tackle. It's like it's, it, it, what it appeared to me is that Del Rio went to a zone. Absolutely. And I'm Absolutely. like, what Like, what do we do? Like, And, and, and what bothers me again is the lack of adjustment. When the zone was 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 uh, when they were being productive and successful with the zone, do something different, Jack. Scott Turner. Don't bang. don't get me started on Scott Turner. We'll we'll, we'll you come know, back around. Thibodeau's out here just just creating havoc on, on on the offensive line. Do something different, man. 
look, do something look. different. I, I I just don't understand what you're doing. And and before I'm gonna let you get say one more thing here, I'm gonna say one more thing about this game. That backfield handoff to Curtis Samuel, throw it out, scrap it. We don't have <laughs> Curtis Samuel's not Debo Samuels, right? That guy's not on our team. Scrap and, that play. And, and if you're gonna run Samuel, I'm not running. I'm not running him through my between my tackles. Right, I'm, I'm, I'm coming. You know, at best, I'm running him off the edge of the tackle. If not, I'm going to sweep him out one way or the other. I, that I wasn't working either. Speed. But, but I'm saying that is his his game is speed. If I'm running between the tackles, whose game on our team is between the tackles? That's B Rob, right? And, and, and B Rob was doing a good job. And so why do you got to get tricky between the tackles? Again, that that is not a, a position to 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 do that. Um, well, I'll, I'll say it again, man. We got Curtis Sam, not Debo Samuel. So they need to scrap that play because I'm gonna tell you that play as many times as they called it resulted in no gain or negative gains, and it put us in second and third, which led to the lack of third down conversions that you talk about. It, it was I, awful, I, I man. Disagree. It was awful. I don't, I don't disagree. I don't disagree. Um, yeah, Scott Scott Turner proves. Over and over again, um, his that th- he doesn't belong to be an offensive coordinator in Washington. Uh, I, I'm, I'm going to read off this list of, list of teams. Okay. And, and, okay. Uh, Seattle Seahawks, Cleveland Browns, Atlanta Falcons, New England Patriots, Chicago Bears, the Saints, the Jets, the Panthers. And, and San Francisco, the last three games, all those all those teams that I just mentioned, none of them had you or I. I don't think none of them we would consider have a franchise quarterback. Okay, all of them, every single one of those teams, score has scored more points throughout the NFL so far this season than Washington, and and it and it's not because of our weapons. Uh, he, he I, again, again, people want to say it's Heineke, and I'm not saying the Heineke isn't making mistakes, and I'm not saying that Heineke doesn't have limitations. All those teams that I mentioned, their quarterbacks have limitations. Right. Yet somehow they're able to put more points on the board than what Washington is, and I think our weapons around our quarterback are as good or better than most of those teams. And some of those guys you just named. So and, 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 and our offensive line isn't great, but again, I'm if, if I'm comparing, our, our offensive line is is subpar. I guarantee you, some of those offensive lines are subpar. Oh, Clearly, they have issues. Quarterbacks are, but but they're able to find a way and open up the offense and put their players in positions to score. Um, and it is it is just beyond frustrating when we have games like this that. You just sit there, and and there'll be like three or four plays where you're like, "Oh man, Turner, you you got it going on. You you're mixing it up. You're you're running the ball. You're play action. You, you did a crossing pattern to get somebody free. Um, okay. you you did so, and all of a sudden it's like he 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 turns he he throws that page, you know, drops it in the shredder, and doesn't come back to it until like maybe the last minute or two. I mean, you come that come down to the last minute and a half, and he hits Dotson with a long bomb. Mm-hmm. On a, he was able to run a play to get Dotson one on one, but he wasn't able to do that. Even even though uh, Heineke threw the ball downfield a couple times, it wasn't on one on one coverage like that. So why why was he able to get it there? Because they're playing prevent. If anything, they're playing back. But he ran a play somehow. Maybe it broke down a coverage. I don't know what it is. I I didn't see the again. I don't don't get to see the full twenty two, but. Other teams seem to be able to do it with their subpar quarterback, but Washington can't. And I'm sorry, I we we can blame Heineke, we can blame the offensive line, but it comes down to the offensive coordinator needs to use the weapons, recognize his weakness, and put in a game plan to be successful. Mm, my man. Well, I, you know, I, I let you go on your rant there. I, I didn't want to interrupt because I've been saying things about Scott Turner all season long. I'm not going to let Taylor off the hook. No. Taylor, no, Heineke, no, 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 no. Taylor Heineke is part of, part of the problem here. But 
I'm not going to get on Taylor right now. But Scott Turner, in my opinion, and I saw this, and that's what I was trying to look up here. I thought I'd written it down. So I'm going to try to paraphrase. But I saw a tweet on Twitter because I've been kind of talking about Scott Turner all year long, man. And, and it goes something along the lines of the guy says that Scott Turner issue his, is not a play design. It says something along the lines that his issue is the feel for the game and the feel for momentum. So to your point, when something is working or something is not working, he doesn't seem to know how to navigate that. They're they're getting pressure on the defensive side with Thibodeau as he the type of half he was having. All right. We don't make the adjustment. They're playing a certain kind of way. When we see teams that are playing aggressive defense, we still want to drop back five, seven steps. All right. And 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 watch our plays develop down the field when we don't when our offensive line doesn't allow for that. He doesn't have a feel for the game. And I couldn't, I, I was trying to figure out a way to say it. And I saw that tweet and I couldn't, and I was like, this is exactly what I mean. Because there are some times he'll show some creative plays. Or he's trying to design and get guys open. They're great and they're great design plays. But his issue becomes the lack of feel for the game. And I'm going to say one more before we kind of transition to the uh, San Francisco game. I made it a point when we were making that drive toward the end of the game, you know, and I'm going to read off it here to make sure I got it right. With, with Taylor Heineke driving down to, for the attempt to score, we're down eight at this point, and then tried right. to tie the game up, right? right? I made a point, and I noted there was a minute and 41 seconds left in the game. We were at the New York Giant 35-yard line. As a fan, we got a minute, almost two minutes left, and we're at the New York 35. Man, we got plenty of time. With a, with a timeout. With timeout. With one timeout, yep. Plenty yep. of time. Absolutely. I'm like, I'm like, I feel pretty good about this. And I wanted to see, because of the way the game was being called, I wanted to see what was happening. Would you believe that Scott Turner had Taylor Heineke drop back and pass every single play? Now, keep in mind, an incomplete is going to stop the clock. But more importantly, Brian Robinson has been averaging seven yards a carry. You got a minute and 41 to go. The only time Brian Robinson carried the ball within that minute and 41 seconds was that one-yard goal line play that he actually scored on. Right. It was called back due to Terry being offsides. Right. But up to then, Scott Turner, well, keep in mind, New York has been getting pressure on, on Taylor Heineke. He's unfumbled in the red zone before. Strips Everything that has happened to our offensive line and the passing game, Brian Robinson did not carry the ball at all except for when we got to the one-yard line, and that was that run out by Taylor. Yep. Got us to the one, and then he gave Brian Robinson the ball. Right, right. There's too much you're asking Taylor to do here. Right. And the, based on the way that game had been going and the flow of that offense, you're asking Taylor Heineke with a minute and 40 to put, put the ball in his hand and to go make the play. And I'm not saying that you can't ask him to make the throw, but you don't give the ball to the hot hand, which in this case is Brian Robinson, who, oh, by the way, had 12 carries. 12 carries in that entire game. And, and most of that was in the first half, right? Um, the, I mean, the other thing, well, we talked about with the Giants game on the first time, and – and I've been talking about it throughout the year since since B-Rob has been back. You know, why early on in the Giants game, game one, and this game, again, they actually uh, hit him out in the flat on a couple passes, right? One-on-one mm -hmm. -on -one game, one on the other game. And it's like he only wants to do that in the first quarter, right? Get him a, get him a, in, in the field and get him in the rhythm. But then second quarter, third quarter, fourth quarter, he doesn't want to do that. I mean, uh, I mean, perfect example with, game. with Thibodeau is let him, let him give him a chip on the way out to, to help, uh, you know, if he's on the, on the left end or, or right end, um, help, uh, Leno out, give him a little, uh, a shoulder chip and, and roll on out to the flat. And, and if nothing else, you caught a chip and you're pulling the linebacker over there for, for, for some of the, uh, wide receivers to, to move and, and cut and, and get open. Um, open the game, Ken. I, 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 it is. It is just extremely, extremely frustrating. Um, the I, game. I, I think we've we, 
not us, but I think the media and social media has beat up on the uh, Terry McLaurin um, call, you know, the offsides call, or, or not a, offsides, it was the um, legal formation. Legal formation. Uh, the final, wa- final Washington play of clearly pass interference. Um, and then even the, the Dotson, when we went for the two point play, um, that, such a such a, a a bogus call. I mean, those are three scoring opportunities there that transitioned into failure, right? All because of the plays. And then I'll, I'll go back even before. I think this was in the oh, actually it was in the first quarter. They called uh, Thomas again on a holding penalty that wasn't a hold. B. Rob picked up 10, 10, 12 yards. And that's negated, and we go back 10 yards, right? Then the very next play is when Heineke gets strip-sacked, right? So one doesn't cause the other. It's not cause and effect necessarily, but, but man, Washington really got the short end of the stick on on the play calls that uh, that week. And again, it's all been been covered, but they they were, I mean, those four plays are four huge, uh, horrible calls. They weren't even judgment calls. They, they were talking about you know one of the plays. It's a judgment call. All of those are horrible judgment calls. I don't know. You know, you must have got something in your eye at the time and 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 held the flag or or threw the flag, whatever it was. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, uh, no, no, no doubt that NFL can't find the fans and can't find uh, the knuckleheads for for telling their. They're, they're full of crap, you know? Yeah, no doubt that the officiating played a huge, huge role in that game, right? There should have been a flag on on uh, Curtis Samuel, that, that whole deal. And if you watch that play in its entirety, you can see that guy was holding and doing everything that Curtis Samuel from from the from start to finish. It wasn't Absolutely. just just him reaching over when the ball was thrown to him. I mean, right. he was holding him as he was trying to get open. Right. And they could have called the flag on that uh, five times probably on that, right. on that right. one play. Um, but analytics, um, I'm not a fan of analytics. Um, um, we went for the two point conversion in the second quarter because analytics told, told Ron them that they should go for two. We end up not getting it. We moved back and we missed a field goal. And, uh, I felt like we was chasing that the rest of the game, which, which, oh, by the way, because we missed a field goal afterwards. Now that's why we had a need to try to score score eight points at the end of the game, right? And because uh, that touchdown by Brian Robertson that was negated by the flag, the bad, terrible flag on Terry for the legal formation, we still need to convert the two point conversion on that. And yep. and I, I tweeted about it that because people were complaining about the officials and listen, officials were screwed up big time on this. Right, there was more than one flag that cost us that game. Yep. Um, but I made a tweet about the fact that there was no guarantee that we even convert the two point to to even tie the game to go into overtime, and people didn't want to hear that, and that's and that's and that's okay. They 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 have a right to their opinion, and uh, and I appreciate the interacting with them. But people seemed to miss the point that I was making. I wasn't saying that the flag was irrelevant. I wasn't saying that it wasn't a bad call. I just simply said even if they don't throw the flag. And the, and the touchdown for Brian Robinson stands, we're still down by two points. And with that being the case, and the way Scott Turner was calling the game, who's to say that we convert that two-point conversion? I would have personally been better off uh, comfortable with Joey Sly kicking a 30-yard field goal than trusting Scott Turner to call the right play with Taylor Heineke to convert a two-point conversion. That's just me. Right. But because we went for that two-point conversion that we didn't get, we're chasing that, and we needed a two-point conversion. And that's not something we're doing because guess what? A two-point conversion is in the red zone, and we are terrible in the red zone. So that's yeah. the point that I was trying to make on Twitter about that, and people kind of got in their feelings about it. But I, I, my, I stand by what I say. Just because if he doesn't throw the flag, he meaning the ref, there's no guarantee, y'all. And I know you could say Joey Sly could have missed a 30-yard field goal. He could have. But I trust Joey Sly's kicking a 30-yard than I do Scott Turner calling the perfect play in a compressed field in the red zone with Taylor Heineke. And yeah. I stand by that. And that two-point, the, the original two-point 
conversion that they called a you know a horrible uh wasn't wasn't pass what was it called um I know it's where you cross, cross the cross the yeah. Um, you know the, the idea of going for that, not only not only from analytics, forget the analytics, and forget even get back getting the two points. Man, if you fail, we Washington had momentum, right? It, defensively, we had stopped them. They they weren't doing much anything at that point. They had only scored off of their. Uh, strip sack, right? Their, their defense has scored, but their offense w- wasn't doing anything at that point. You'd kick the field goal. They had gotten that. You'd stopped them again. You come down and you get uh, a, a touchdown. You got the momentum, and all of a sudden, the two-point version, two-point conversion is a, is a fail, along with the missed field um, goal, goal mixed mixed extra point. And man, they they broke the commercial. And I looked, and I'm like, man, they just they just that just took all the all the wind out of our sail right there, you know. Not yeah. not that you can't get it going, but but you could you could just feel it. I, I mean, I was in a at, at a sports bar full of uh, Commanders fans, and the room was full for uh, for a Sunday night game. Um, it, it was it was pretty full, and you just you just feel a difference in the room uh, after that. Not just because they they, and I have uh, no doubt it, that it was probably a different feel, different feel in the stadium. As, as well. I have no doubt. But but that's where analytics comes into the game. And this is in the second quarter. Like I said, when we didn't get it, we was, felt like we would be chasing uh, those points. And sure enough, we were. Yep. Um, but but anyway, man, on to uh, California. So we played a late Sunday night game. Um, and then we have to travel across country to play San Francisco 49ers. What sucks about that is it's not like we're playing them on Sunday. We play them on Saturday. So right. we have a late Sunday game and then we have an early early um game in the week it's not a thursday game but right. it's a saturday game um and and, we, and and san francisco played a thursday night game that's right, right? they played so they, a got a mini, they got a mini buy a mini buy and, and and playing at home on top of that so you know yeah, yeah. from 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 a scheduling perspective um and and rest and all those kinds of little nuances uh and, and the beat down that a four-hour flight is from from washington to, to san francisco uh yeah those aren't those aren't things that you that you that you want well, right well we got well we end up with one less day to, to prepare right and uh but but it is what it is right uh you know we're professionals and uh they're gonna have to you know <laughs> deal with it the way it is i guess the positive they'll be back home for christmas right um yeah. And for some players, that means a lot. They got families and things of that nature, so they get to they get to be home for Christmas Day. Um, but I don't feel good about this one, Ken. Um, the loss to the Giants on Sunday night, man, took a little bit of sale out of me um, because here we are playing a team that their strength is our their strength is our strength. Um, our strength is our running game, and their strength is their run defense. Cause they have a hell of a defense and it ain't just a run defense. It's, it's their defense as a whole. Right. And rarely is our def our offensive line against good defenses is not a good recipe for success for the Washington commanders, man. And uh, we've already talked about how Scott Turner abandons the run or he's very predictable with the run game. And the San Francisco 49ers are number one defense against the run, against the run. Right. And something has to give. Yeah, I think yeah. When, when you look at some of the stats for Washington and San Francisco, um, if you a, a lot of the stats actually are very similar, right? Um, on which side of the ball? On, on, on offensively, okay. I guess kind of offensively, defensively. There's there's a lot of similarities. Uh, Washington and San Francisco both like to run the ball. I think uh, San Francisco is ninth in attempts and yards, and Washington is tenth or eleventh. Uh, right, ninth and eleven. Ninth and eleven. So average it out to be tenth. So, so, so they're right there, right? Um, the, the the total yards are are not that different. The a lot of the things are the same. What is the difference is they are scoring to where Washington isn't, right? They're getting down into the score, not necessarily even red zone, but they're getting down to the, 
to the, you know, they're getting, we're getting a field goal when they're getting a touchdown. We're, we're getting nothing, you know, all of a sudden we'll get down to the 20 and have, you know, two penalties and, and we're punting the ball somehow uh, to where they're scoring their, their efficiency uh, scoring efficiency is a lot better for Washington. And that's kind of been the difference um, from, from they calling. Uh, well, I, I don't know who's their who's their play caller. Are I'm just asking. Ask, could the difference be play calling? Absolutely, absolutely. Okay. We we you know Kyle is definitely a a more aggressive um and creative uh, play caller. and 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 uh, yeah, definitely and creative. Um, I, and and I think even you know I mean, I'll, if if man, I don't want to give Turner any credit whatsoever at this point. Um, but to, to me. It, Turner just needs to be more aggressive, right? And, and we've we've been saying this. Open it up a little bit. I, I would rather lose with Heineke being aggressive than what we keep on watching week after week of ultra conservative and always, you know, ha have a glimpse here and there of what we could do. Hey, Heineke can if Heineke can throw uh and open it up and we can score an extra touchdown or two and and we have one more turnover we can we can live with it um potentially but if you're never opening up the 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 score and, and you think this is the uh you know 1970s where you where you win games 13 to 14 or you know that, <laughs> that's not the case man that's it's a different nfl yeah, uh, that's, that's our coaching staff man i i don't disagree that's I don't our disagree. coaching staff I don't disagree. This, this, is, this is the passing league. And if you listen to Ron, Ron talks about he wants to pound the ball. And, that, and, listen, and that's okay. That's okay to pound the ball. But are all but when again, I'll go back to the Giants, okay? When when they were picking up the first downs, and you were talking about they were throwing it to no-name receivers, but their no-name receivers were, you know, it was third and eight, and the receiver would go nine yards. Right, they, they 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 kept on picking up their first downs by by a half a yard to no more Move than two change. yards. Move to just change. Just enough to where Washington, we tend to throw the ball. You know, we need eight. We'll throw it six yards and rely on the wide receiver to to make a move or to pick up those couple yards. And sometimes it happens, but you know, a lot of times they're they're tackled right away. Yep. And, and and again, that's. Granted, sometimes it's the coverage. I don't disagree, right? But that is not always the case, and it, it's 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 play it, calling, brother. It, it's play bad calling. play calling, and not and, and if you want to, I mean, if you can't get Heineke to throw the ball to the person that's down there, then then put Wentz in, right? I'm not a Wentz fan, but if you can't if you can't coach him right, if you can't coach uh, coach him right. Then that then that's my coaches also. Again, I'm not I'm not giving mm. Heineke a pass. Mm. But these are these are all coaches' decisions. Whether it's Ron, whether it's it's Turner, it's coaches, coaches, coaches. And uh, let me let me step back off my my soapbox here. I, I think I've no. It I've is coaching, man. It, it is coaching. We have we have an old school mentality on the organization. Um. I like I like Ron the the man, but I am not a fan of Ron the coach, brother. I, I just I you know I wasn't excited when we got the hire, and three years in, I feel like we're in the same. But we got more talent than we were than we than we had when Ron got here. This team is set up for success down the road with some of the young st uh, core players that we have. But I don't feel like this organization is able to maximize the talent. There are teams that are having success with less talent. And if, if, if we had, if, the, if we, we have some good, solid players, some future stars. If we didn't have those guys, man, we'd be in year three. With, <laughs> we, we, we'd be, yeah, we would be uh, top two or three. Uh, I, I, I feel, I feel like the success that this team is having right now is in spite of our coaching staff. We, we have an old school mentality coaching staff, man. And I understand you still need to run the ball. I mean, shit, I know, I understand football. And, and we do it well. And we do, and we it, do well. it. But but we're not the Tennessee Titans, man. We're not, we don't have a running back that's going to get you 150, 200 yards a game. But 
you got to be able to pass the ball, Ken. Absolutely. You yes. got to be able to pass the ball, man. Agree a hundred percent. You you don't um, need Pat. You don't need Pat Mahomes. I get it. I mean, hell, San Francisco is getting it done with the guy who who was picked last in the draft. Yep. He just stepped right in. The third string guy between Trey Lance, Garoppolo, and they're going with Brock Purdy. And this guy's still able to get it done in this offense. Right. And and, and for those that don't know, uh San Francisco lost uh their their starting quarterback. Uh what was what was the they they, they turned Trey over Lance to, or, or Trey Lance, Garoppolo. Yeah, Lance and then uh when he got hurt injured, Garoppolo took back over. Um and then Garoppolo goes down and yeah, some Brock guy Purdy. that nobody knows is, is Brock Purdy. And we're like, and you and you think, man, they, that offense has got to drop off. Well, the three games that he's played, they've scored thirty-three points, thirty-five, hold on, hold on, hold on. twenty-one points, and don't forget they lost Debo Samuel's. Right, their star, their offensive star. <laughs> right. Uh, yes. Yes. And they've lost their two quarterbacks. They're on their on the third and, string quarterback and their star everything player. And yeah. yet you're talking, they're still scoring thirty points. Now, let's yes, be honest. They, let's be clear. They're very similar to us. They're winning because of the defense, but yet they're still able to get production out of the offense. And if we got a little bit more production out of our offense, we're not seven and six and one. Yeah. Right? I mean, you look back at that Detroit game. You look back at the uh, Minnesota game. You look back at the Tigers. You look back at some of these games that if we had got just a little more production out of our offense, I mean, hell, we couldn't even beat Cooper Rush. Right. Cooper Rush. But yet, again, offensively, we struggle. And so our offense is very putrid, to, you know, at best. And we're going to go up against the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, which boy, that defense is something special. Yeah, People yeah, look they, at our defense and go, "Our defense is pretty good statistically," but you don't look at our defense and go, "Oh boy!" When them yeah, boys come to town, they start flying around. They start say, knocking some exactly heads. That's exactly what the term that I was going to use is. That they got two or three guys uh, that really fly around. Um, you know, to be to be honest, I thought there was a chance uh, that we would see. And, and and while Davis at linebacker uh, has definitely improved as the year has gone on, I, I expected him to fly around. Uh, flying around. Like, like, like a couple of linebackers there at, at, at San Francisco. Yeah. And the first order of business, Scott, Ron, if you're listening, can you block Nick Bosa? Just, just block Nick Bosa. Thibodeau just came out here and just wrecked us offensively, single-handedly, on national television. Christmas Eve, 3 o'clock. Some people going to be watching outside of 49er and Commander fans. But can you block Nick Bosa? My, my last um, memory of Nick Bosa is wrecking havoc on our team on a rainy day at FedEx Field, and he's sliding, sliding across the grass, across the field. You know why? Because he's having a good old time, man. Just killing us. Can we block him this Saturday? Just, just for your boy. Uh, and not that it's necessarily the plan, but don't be pulling a tackle and leaving him with a tight end to block, even if even even for even for a second and a half. Just don't do it. Put two tight ends. You can put a tight end on them. Put two yeah, tight yeah, ends. Yeah, two, two tight ends. Yeah, yeah. And, and we'll probably get a holding call on that. Because um, Thibodeau just wrecked Logan Thomas. I'm that's the play you're referring to. I'm guessing, right? Uh, well, no. Even uh, it, it's happened a few times this year. It's okay. happened a few times. But yes, well, um, so on Sunday night though, there was a play. Correct, one of those handoff to Curtis Samuel, and Thibodeau just pretty much just picked Logan Thomas, who I think is about six 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 eight, and just pushed him in the backfield. And Curtis had to go around the guy, and they and the defense just rallied to the ball and blew up the play. Right? You can't block a defensive end or or a linebacker uh, in a three four system with a tight end. You just, just can't do it. 
Not, it, unless uh, you got a real good one. You know, may, may, maybe back in the Jason Witten days, you might can get away with that. We don't have that guy. We don't have that kind of guy on our team. Yeah. So, and, uh, so for starters, my point is that that's happened actually a few times this year. Um, and it, it more, more times than not, it hasn't worked well. I mean, come on, we know, know who's on the field, right? No, know who's on the field. This is, this isn't the, their, their backup, uh, you know, somebody's third string cause they've had a bunch of injuries. Hey, if that happens, then yeah, take advantage of that situation. But you're talking about you know, all pro, uh, all, all pro players here. Um, yeah, I, I, I think Washington defense can do okay against San Francisco. I, th I think they will, uh, hold their own. They're not, they're not going to stop San Francisco. They're not going to hold them to 13 points and, you know, 12 points and, and, like they have the last few games, I think uh, you know San Francisco is going to offensively. They're you're going to plan on them scoring twenty to twenty four points minimum, right? Um, and so the the con the concern I have is I I'll, I'll go back. You know we're, we're we're talking about the offense once again. Um, if if our defense is good enough to slow them down and, and get them in the 23 to 27 point range is the offense prepared to score 23 to 27 points no and 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 make it a game no and and, and i would that is my concern 100 percent. this game this game is going to come down to their defense and our offense which oh by the way seems to be the common theme throughout the season we can't get over the 20 point hump right, right? the team that the offense has max has seemed to have maxed out you know, the old Taylor Heineken sprinkled dust or whatever Collinsworth was popping off at the mouth at during the broadcast. God, I, 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 can, can I just say I hate Collinsworth? I hate yeah. Collinsworth more than than any other any other uh, announcer out there. <laughs> he's he, terrible. He, the guy's he, terrible. He's horrible. He is he's horrible. Terrible. He's terrible. Uh, but anyway, I, but I, I'm I, just but 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 whatever is happening. We've plateaued, and it just hurt me to listen to Scott Turner's uh, uh, interview, press press conference with the media. Yeah, we probably should have continued to give you know Robinson the ball. Yeah, we probably should do this. We probably, man, we are what week sixteen, and you don't know your personnel. You don't know your team. You're in charge of the offense, and you don't know it. And you talk about, yeah, maybe we probably should consider doing this. People asking about Taylor Heineke and his ability to run because of his mobility, which I think any Washington fan knows that that was probably a huge key difference difference when he came in versus Wentz, and yet you don't call any design runs. It's like, it's like do you even know your personnel, Scott? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, I, I mean, it, it's disheartening. I, 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 don't to, I don't even want to hear from 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 Scott Turner anymore. I mean, we we know we know the the issues with Heineke, right? We know the issues, and and, and let's just say Heineke is playing the best that he can play, and the offensive line is playing the best that they can play under the circumstances. Dude, we all recognize that we want a replacement that is better than Heineke. We know that we want a replacement that is better than some of the offensive linemen right now. Scott Turner, we want a replacement for you because you're not. He's not scheming you, it up, man. You're, you're not doing your job well enough, just like the players aren't. You guys and, scheme them up. Scheme and, it up. And, and I, I, I don't know. I would love to know what the conversation is between Ron Rivera and Scott Turner. On a weekly basis, apparently it's not it's not doing much, Ken, because he's the head coach. I I understand, I understand, but the the the, the head coach, and I'll, and I'll put some of this on Ron. The head coach can go, hey, look, I understand what you're doing. We need to open this up more. We are not going to win games, ten and twelve points, fourteen points, twenty and under. You're not going to win in the NFL. You're not, not in today's game, not with today's rules. This isn't. Is the rules are different than 15 years ago. 
Um, I think Ron School would win in twenty to twelve, man. Just long and you're as you're going to be a you're going to be a five hundred team like we are with that attitude and that mentality. I don't disagree. Um, I don't disagree. And I I just don't get it. Um, I I would I would rather lose with Heineke making some mistakes as we're being aggressive than losing sitting on our hands. Um, yeah, whatever, man. And then, and then uh, we didn't touch on it, and I'm going to say we're probably not going to touch on it because I don't care. Um, Chase Young, don't care. We'll see. So we'll hey, just touch. Hey, we'll, just we'll, touch. We'll, see, we'll see when you see. We see you, brother. Yeah, yeah. We can touch on that for the fans in case you're wondering. We didn't touch on Chase Young, and we're not going to. Not 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 concerned about it. Um, Saint Juice. I, I don't know where he stands, but I think from what I've heard, he may come back for this game. But again, he plays defense, not offense. Because to your point, I'm not too concerned about our defense against their offense. Uh, If there's one concern, I will say, is probably that they have an all-pro tight end. And we know tight ends tends to kill us team. So, um, yeah, that will probably be the one concern. Uh, Kittle Kittle's pretty good. Yeah, and for me, the... uh, it's funny that you bring that up because I we're kind of going down different paths on this on this uh, podcast here, but I, I think f- defensively I think we'll do okay. But I think their strength and our weakness, our weakness on defense and their strength on offense, being with um, uh, Kittle and the the running back out of McCaffrey. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, McCaffrey out, out of uh, Carolina, formerly of Carolina. Uh, you know the, the linebackers are going to have to play their game to, to to handle these guys, and that is yeah. our weakness on defense, right? Especially with uh, Cole Holcomb out for the the remainder of the season. Um, I don't know if he's going to be available if we make it into the playoffs, but I know he's out for the regular season here. Um, and so that, that that is concerning from a defensive perspective. I think our defensive line will do okay, our secondary will do okay, but this might be a game where we're like, oh crap, what are these linebackers doing? Uh, with with McCaffrey because McCaffrey gets a you know slips out of the backfield just as much as he runs, um, yep. and that's going to be he's, he's a receiving threat without a doubt. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that, that is that is a concern of mine from a Washington defensive perspective. But whatever, man. Chase, well, just sit on out the rest of the year. That's my feeling <laughs> on it. Yeah. Well. Well. I again, I'm not. A, I'm not. I'm not not even worried about it. Uh, when I when I see his uh, ridiculous long dreads sticking out of his the bottom of a helmet on the field, and the ball's actually snapped, then I believe that uh, he's going to play. Until right. then, uh, it it is it is what it is. But uh, Reggie, right. this, this is going to be painful. But I think it's that time. <laughs> okay, man. Oh man, this is. This is, this is gonna hurt, Reg. This is gonna hurt. <laughs> and do we even do we even even need to do this segment? We do, we do, um, because I think I think not only does it indicate. I mean, we've we've already indicated that we're not feeling strong about this game, but the number what? will. But the number will let you know. I mean, are you? Uh, you know, where are you on your number, right? And. And I'll give you the option. Do you want to go first or you want me to go first? I'll go first, man. I ain't okay. scared. I ain't scared, man. Listen. You know, I, I told you a couple weeks ago that I was finally just going to believe in this team. I, I'm just going to blind faith. I'm just going to start believing because I couldn't put my finger on why we were winning and with Taylor Heineke and everything that was going on, and I just jumped on the bandwagon. I just said, you know what? I'm just going to throw caution to the wind, and I'm just going to go blind faith. And I gave that game against the Giants an eight, right? For all and with some other reasons and some things. Even going into the Giants game the week prior, I let my guard down, Ken, and they they hurt me. Yeah, yeah, they hurt me. So here comes the San Francisco 49ers. Um, I've learned and come to the realization we're not good enough. I, I I enjoyed the ride, right? Because we've not had a lot of lot of uh, 
good happened over the years. The organization, we've had some, a lot of losing seasons. So it felt good to go on the ride, man. But this Giants game that we lost on Sunday night, for me, was more than just a loss. It was a realization to me that we're still just not there. We're just not there. And I don't see it changing because Ron Rivera's not going anywhere. And with Ron Rivera not going anywhere, I don't think Scott Turner's going anywhere. So with that, the only thing that can happen here is that whatever happened on that Monday night against Philly, we do one of those just, oh, my God, kind of games. I don't know that we're going to do it. So with that, my number is a four. A four. Okay. I started, and, and give I, it a, I started to give it a three and a half, but I'm going to give it a four just because you know and, what? And I, and I understand. And I, because, I understand because the only reason I'm giving it a four is because whatever happened on that Monday night against Philly just might. They just might pack that and take them, take them out, take it out west with them, and show up at that field and upset the New York, uh, the San Francisco 49ers because we're the kind of team that will lose games we're supposed to win and we'll win games we're supposed to lose. So that's the only reason I bumped it from a three and a half uh, to a four. But other than that, I don't feel good about it. Yeah, and and I understand. I think again, like you said, after after that game. Um, I mean, because we were both high on Washington beating the Giants. We thought that the first game against the Giants, uh, I'm not going to say it was a fluke, but it was a, a wake-up call. We had more talent than they did. Um, we had a bad taste in our mouth, and we would come out and fight the fight and handle the Giants. It was a playoff game. That game. Absolutely. It was absolutely. a playoff game. But if you, get, but if you go back to – before the season started and we gave our prediction, I said, this team was about a 500 team, but with 17 games, we couldn't be a 500 team. And so I went seven and nine, but you know what? The mathematicians say you can be a 500 team and we are set up currently to be a 500 team. If we end up eight, eight and one. Okay. So, that is that is the team that we are. We may end up doing better than that. We may end up doing less than that. But we are a 500 team. Our coach, I'm not even going to talk about the offensive line. Our coach and our quarterbacks, I'll, I'll say quarterbacks plural, and our whoever you want to start and whoever you want to say is the, the, the backup, along with our offensive uh, coordinator, we will not get better of an eight and eight team with those people still in place moving forward. Um, with that being said, this is about to be the lowest number that I've ever given uh, on a uh, what's your number, what's your name, what's your number. Um, we can win this game. I don't think we have to be as as perfect as we are in. Um, against the Eagles, but I do think that we need to we, need, we just need to play a solid game all the way across the board. We, we don't turn the ball over, number one, uh, and also um, open open up the offense. And I don't have confidence that on either of those. I don't have confidence that we won't turn the ball over, and I don't have confidence that we're going to open it up. And with that being said, my number is a two. is a pitiful two. Wow. Um, because if we don't do those things. If we don't open the ball, I'm open the ball. If we don't open the playbook and get more aggressive offensively against a very good defense, right? You you can't play you can't play caution to the wind against this defense. You're gonna say, oh well, we didn't want to turn the ball. Bull crap. You you, you got to go out there and open it up and make them think what in the hell what in the hell's going on. Confuse them. Uh, do yeah. something different because what you're doing isn't cutting it on offense. Uh, run the hell out of B-Rob. But but when you have success with that, that should be opening up other parts of your game. We do not, we don't even attempt to play action. We half-ass do a play action. Um, you know, whether, whether, the, whether Heineke doesn't sell it or we just don't do it, um, you know, when, when he goes back to pass, you know it's a pass. Nobody's biting on a uh, on a potential handoff. Um, 
And the, the, the way we have played the last three or four weeks, other than the first half against Houston, uh, you talk about the second half of Houston and, and the past three games, the, the, you're not going to beat San Francisco playing like that offensively. You're not. And, you know, what, what is it? You know, we are who we thought we were. Um, <laughs> that is who we are. And, we are. and we're, not, we're not changing week, what are we in? Week 13? 16. 16? No, we're not in 16. Anyway, the week that we're in. Yeah. After this, we have Cleveland. We're week 15. No, or this 16. is week sixteen, what? brother. Because we man. played this week sixteen, seventeen. We're not, we're not, we're not becoming a better team, and, and a and all of a sudden a dynamic offensive team in week sixteen, seventeen, and eighteen. We're let not. me tell, let me tell you how I know that this is this is this is bad. We're in week sixteen, Ken, and we're still questioning whether or not we stick with Taylor or bring Carson Wentz. You've had. It's not even. You've had, not, I don't you've even had care. Fifteen. My point being, though, is we're still not settled on this. Fifteen weeks into the season, that the part of Ron's press conference is still talking about whether or not, after if Taylor doesn't play well and whatever, whatever what happens, and whether or not Carson Wentz comes back in the team. That's let, and, let me, and we're and we're talking about being a playoff team. Right? Let, let me let me let me let me answer that for you right now. Right for the, for those that are that are that think that Wentz should be starting these past three or four or five games, whatever, when he was healthy enough to supposedly healthy enough to, to come back, um, we would be the exact same place that we are, right? We would have lost games differently. Uh, we we might have won one game here, but we would have lost another game there. Uh, it, Wentz is no better than Heineke. His, his, he has strengths that are better than Heineke. He has weaknesses that are worse than Heineke. You roll it all together, and you are not doing any better or any worse with Heineke. Heineke's not making you better. Wentz isn't making you better. You are what you are because we don't have a true starting quarterback that you want to run your team with for the next two, three, four, five years on on, the, on this roster. And yeah, anybody yeah. that says Sam Howell, make Get the bleep out of here, man! You don't even know you. That's, that's, that's a hope and a dream off of somebody, some guy uh, who can't read a defense. Oh, but wait, Ken! But but the 49ers are starting Brock Purdy. He's the last guy in the draft. We can't start Sam Howell. Not with not you, you count on our coaches ah. coaching him up. You can't uh, count on uh, our coaches coaching. I know you don't. But I'm, I'm saying being, I'm being sarcastic because that's what people are, are talking are. about, right? Uh, start Sam Howell. You count on our coaches to get him ready. Uh, you know, then then I, I got some uh, beachfront property in in uh, Arizona. I'm ready to sell you too. Yeah, yeah, man. I listen as I as I said when I was giving my number, I came to the the sad realization that at the end of the day, we're just not good enough. I know we should have beat Minnesota. We should have beat this team. We had a chance to win this game, but. Given the given the scope of this game against New York, given the implications of that game, given the fact that we had a bye, the fact that we had two weeks, you we basically had to play. We had the game plan for one team in a three week period of a season, right? And yet we still came out flat and looked awful. We don't look like we deserve to be in the playoffs, right? And then here we are hoping to get in it's like we're still trying to back our way in every year which we're we're needing we're needing help for teams to lose for us to get in man i'm tired of all that either you're good enough to go or you're not and that game told me we're not good enough no. and we can and you we, we can, we, we can in, but we're not a playoff team we're, we can get into the debate of where all of those issues lie but at the end of the day we're not good enough ken and all that means we'll be one and done, and we're going to be picking at the back half of the draft again. And it's like, man, I'm tired of that. I'm tired of that. Me mediocrity, tired is of not, mediocrity is not where you want to be in the NFL. And that's where we are. And 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 and, and that's where we've been. You know, I, I know we've had a lot some some really bad years of, of three or four wins, but most years. 
we're sitting around 500. Yep. Maybe a game behind 500. And that puts you in a bad spot in the draft. It puts you, you know, because all these years we're waiting on a quarterback and you don't get traditionally, you don't get quarterbacks or your pick of what quarterback that you want at 15, 16, 17, 18. Um, and, and yeah, they're good. They're gonna have to do some evaluation in the off season and figure out, you know, what, what is out there? Um, yeah, yeah, it, it, it's, it's, it, it, I, I said last year, we're going to be in the exact same position in the late winter, early spring of 2023 that we are in 2022. And yeah, it, it is what it is. It is what it is. So anyway, but, uh, I, I hope I'm wrong. You know, pr- prove me wrong. Uh, you know, what, what's the, my, my uh, thing for the entire year before, <laughs> before the season, this is back in the spring also as hashtag prove it. It, it, it is, you know, it's all these, if, and this, and, and if this person and that, t- and then the coaches, and then another year in the system and blah, blah, blah. I don't want to hear it. Prove it. <laughs> I don't want any more ifs. You know, you can have one or two ifs, but we had we had 17 if this happens oh. scenarios. And, and 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 knucklehead Reggie, as well as other knuckleheads out there, I'm gonna go ahead and say, I told you so. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and say it now. The season even isn't even over because <laughs> I want everybody write, me out there, man. I want, I want to just write to everybody write this down for next season. Is you know, I, I'm gonna put up a banner <laughs> or something. You know, no, no more of this, uh, you know, 101 pipe dreams will get us into the playoffs. Why, why are you throwing me out there like that, man? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You are my main man. My uh, main man, Reggie. I am. Like, I'm like, Reggie and everybody. Whoa, hold on, man. I didn't say nothing. I, yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. <laughs> you know you did. I'm not going to go down that path. Y'all go back and uh, oh. I'll, I'll, I'll get a highlight oh. reel of uh, – of all Reggie's mistakes and, and all of my mistakes too, right? And and oh, we'll just play yeah. a, a reel and we'll all sit there and and, and laugh and, and put our 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 face in our hand of shame of all the uh, all the preseason positive things that we. I don't know, man. Do the way the way you said that with your chair, I feel like you've been sitting on that one for a while. You've been waiting to hit me with. I told you, like you've been waiting on that, man. Like <laughs> since I said it, you darn right. I wanted to be wrong. <laughs> he's I'm like, not, I'm not happy about it. He's like, here we go. You know what? Week 16. I'm going to hit him with, I told you. I, I, want, I, want you, I, I was hoping you were going to hit me with, I told nah, you. Nah, I told man. you. I told you we were, we're you could, can't stop us, you know? That was sitting heavy on the chest, man. The way that one came out. That was heavy. But you, all right, man, listen. Uh, I, I, was, I was like, I was at the confessional or something like that, man. <laughs> I feel a little bit better. I do feel a little bit better now, though. I do you do. Like you, got, you finally hit me. Ah, <laughs> no. <laughs> but, uh, all right, man. Now we're able to laugh through this this ugliness that we're. Because it's terrible, we, man. We're right back where we were. And I don't, I don't want to get back into it, man. Let's end this on a, on a laughing <laughs> note because I'm telling you, man, I'm, boy. Boy. <laughs> I don't even know what the hell to say, man. But God, you about to make and, me start and, and, cursing and, and, on this thing. And on, and on top of that, I don't I mean, want to curse it, on it, Kim. I know, I know. I I had to hold back a couple times on on the, just this podcast alone. Um, but I mean, on on top of that, I'm not going to be able to even watch this week's game with my main man Reggie because it's on a on on, on Christmas Eve, and obviously people have uh, family obligations and uh, you know other things going on that time of year. But uh, yeah, I like for my main man Reggie to be sitting across the table and and uh, and this bickering and, and everything and complaining and arguing or or celebrating and high fiving is, is live and in person. But, yeah, uh, it's always great to watch together, man. But I will say this: based on these numbers we just gave, I don't think it'd be much to watch. I, I'll, I'll be there. Uh, I'll be watching. If you're, if you're if you're in, uh, even if I got to record it and, and watch it a little bit later, which will probably most likely happen, but I will be watching this game. I, I cannot watch it. I'm not even. I'm not even gonna be able to text you during the game. Maybe Man. we'll see. We'll see. I, we'll see. I don't know. Nah, I know I'm not gonna be able to. I'll, I'll go ahead and commit that for you right now, Reggie. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Uh, but 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 look, if if you're in the Dallas Fort Worth area and you got nothing to do on Christmas Eve, 
hit me up on Twitter. I'll tell you where we're at, the sports bar we're at. We'll all celebrate together or we'll all suffer together as uh, as as we get through these holidays. Might You know what? You might even be able to, if, if we win, Shots on Ken. Shot. I'm going to have a celebratory shot. Ooh, that's you know? it. Uh, and it's just, you know, that's the, one, <laughs> that's the one that I'll have. That's the one that I'll have. <laughs> I think I had, one, I, had, I had one earlier in the season. I think I, I, just, I had one after the first game. Uh, you do a shot of eggnog, man. <laughs> shot of eggnog. There you go. There you go. That uh, will not be happening. It'll, it'll be fireball. I'll, I'll go ahead and uh, give you my, right. my drink of choice. Well, well, since we started with eggnog, I figured we'd end with some eggnog, man. So <laughs> I can appreciate it. Pe- people will be uh, partaking of that eggnog on on Christmas Eve, without a doubt. Without nope, a doubt. No, no friends of mine, though. I don't know anybody <laughs> do eggnog. But for all those that like eggnog, though, hey, well, I want to talk to your family. I want to. I want to drink up. Drink up on the eggnog if you like that. So. <laughs> oh man, that sounds good. It sounds good, man. But but uh, that, that's, so all that's, that's all I got. Uh, hey, Washington. That's all I got. Uh, yeah, Washington Commanders, man, make me change my number. You know, let me let, let me get let me get halfway through the game and go. Ooh, man, I I shouldn't have doubted you, boys. I shouldn't have doubted you. You know that'll that hey that'll be an early Christmas present, won't it, Reg? As you say, I, I would love to be wrong. So let's do it, give, man. Give me give me my early Christmas present. Yeah, I, you know, uh, I'll, I'll I'll take it. That'll be a that'll be a nice nice flight going home uh you know look get, it, get, it, get him some bush beer uh, nope i was going to get ready to say the, the long flight home christmas eve all cameras will be shut off on the uh on the flight home so there'll be no uh yeah no, no pictures or, or or evidence of anything that's going on on that plane that's it man that's it so that's all we got y'all it was kind of a long vent long rant but uh, hopefully we can come in here. Confidence is not high, but you know what? It wasn't high to against that Philly game either. So hopefully that's my hope that uh, it, that we can come in and, and steal this game. So that's all we got. Hit us up on Twitter yep. at the two knuckleheads, D-A, the number two. And uh, we'll see you all next time. So if we don't, I guess, Ken, I guess I'll be talking to you. But to our listeners out there, be safe. Have a Merry Christmas. And we'll talk to him. Peace out. Absolutely. Peace out, knuckleheads. Merry Christmas.